Hello, beautiful listeners, and thank you for tuning in to Writing Away to Wellness, a podcast produced by Girls Right Now and hosted by me, Sally Familia. Writing Away to Wellness is a podcast where Girls Right Now community members of all ages, racial and cultural backgrounds, careers, and crafts engage in holistic conversations about wellness in relation to the arts of writing. From avid journalers to authors committed to passing down the tools they have learned to survive the silly world, Writing Away to Wellness is the bridge that leads us to gentle hearts and creative minds. Thank you for tuning in to part two of this wonderful conversation I got to partake in. This episode starts with Chloe's response to where we left off last episode. The value of journaling, sitting with yourself intentionally, and offering yourself the space to explore the you within you. Part two of this episode transforms into a conversation about the world we've created for teenagers from Gen Z down to Gen X and what we know the generations to come deserve. Wow, that is just so amazing. And thank you uh, for telling us your personal story and being willing to share that. And I think that's such a powerful, it's really amazing. And just like you said, um, I like what, like I said in the beginning, I used to just journal about like small little things when I was in middle school. But I think definitely now I've I'm in like a similar state with you. I I've like my whole life I think I've suppressed my emotions, and I'm also an only child, so I never really had that other person or like a sister or brother, someone my age that I could go to and talk to about anything. And of course, I'm really grateful for my parents and they're such an amazing support. But I think for me, it was hard to find someone who's on the same page as me. Mm-hmm. And I think what what you said about writing, it just, it all comes out. I think when when I'm just by myself in the morning, or I like to do it in the morning and the evening, right before I go to bed to just yeah. write. I like to give myself a prompt, maybe on like Pinterest, there's like a bunch of like 30 day challenges you can do. I love to do those, but I think I'm going to take your offer up for like the, um, three pages every single day. I think I want to try that because I often find myself just writing like a page, but I think forcing yourself to really put everything out there and just get whatever is like the lingering thoughts that are in your subconscious, like you said, is such a powerful tool because I think I found closure for a lot of different situations um, and that actually really helped me move on and get over some really like I guess really dark and really um hard experiences that I've never really found a way to get over with any help and writing was just always there and just the power of words I think is so important and as a teen it's it's really hard to find figure out what you're going to be in your life and do what what you want to do and writing is always just going to be there for you to help that figure out so thank you again for your personal experience that was really amazing and thank you for sharing that too um so the next question I have is do you have any advice for the current teen population I would say the like one of the most important things as I mentioned before is to remember that you're a teenager you I I think we we grow up with media that tries to convince us that we're older than we actually are. And even down to like the way this world is set up that you at 16, 17, 18, you already have to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life before you go to college. You have to choose this institution 
that maybe you don't even know if you want to go to college and but you're you already are forced to make certain decisions that I feel like we should not be making at that age personally and that could be controversial but I don't think those are decisions that a teenager should be making not because I don't trust that a teenager could make them but because there's just so much more growth that has to happen before you realize who you really are inside I think that not not many of us have grow up with the tools that we need to even know what the self is like why why you're here what 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 is your purpose and all these are like grandiose things so let me just bring it back into earth because now I'm about to go into my whole spiritual talk (laughs) um I think that remembering that you're just a teenager and that there's so much more growth to be done and that there's so much more to learn is so important and it'll save you so much stress and sadness I think that I spent a lot of time in my youth panicking about growing up and panicking about what that meant and now I'm I'm older now and I'm panicking about growing up and about what that means like it'll continue and so there's just so much more growth to be done and you know, not to t- don't take everything so seriously. I think that's another one that I would like to say. Don't take everything so seriously because what matters now won't matter later. And what is burdening you now, time will heal. Time will help you understand that it really wasn't that serious after all. And not, and this is not to minimize what people are going through ever. Um, not to say that what a teenager goes through is not as heavy as other things not at all because as I said I was a teenager so I I would never say that but I think that now that I'm older I look back to the things that were stressing me at the time and I just I want to give myself a hug so I'm like you shouldn't have been like that's not something I should have been stressing about like there was just so much more time for me to just focus on what it was to be a teenager and not be focusing on as people say like grown folks problem like all these worries that just were not important and again I'm not saying that they're that the things that people are like that teenagers are dealing with at the moment are not important I just feel like at least from my personal experience the things that I was burdening myself with I just didn't deserve to give myself that um and I get the, the last thing I will say, because I also feel very strongly about technology, because you said you had your first iPad when you were f- uh, five years old. I got my first phone when I was in eighth grade. But I will say that a lot of my mental health issues were exacerbated by technology and social media. I think that especially sites like Tumblr, shout out to Tumblr because it was great in, in, in its times, but I can say that even places like Tumblr where it was just heavily teenagers and children and it wasn't being regulated at the time the way that it is now, I think that it led to the, de- the depression generation. Like I'll say it straight up, it led to the depression generation. I think that we were all on that site validating each other's sadness without any real knowledge of what we were saying and doing. I think that we had access to so many things that we shouldn't have had access to. And again, it was fun at the time, but now that I'm older, I wish that I wasn't 
so invested in things like MySpace, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter. I think that I just, yeah, I think that social media and technology really warped how I saw the world and how I was navigating the world. Because as I said, it then made me way too invested in things that a teenager shouldn't have been invested in. I should have just been in the present. I should have just allowed myself to be a teenager. And I'm not looking back on myself and like vilifying the decisions I made. Because as I said, you are, we were children. So I cannot now make myself feel bad for that. But I think that things like social media and technology really made it very difficult. Um, And it's unfortunate. And I see the value of technology and I see the value of social media and I see how much good can be done. I just feel like so much more should have been, so much more regulation should have been in place for younger Gen Z and millennials when technology and social media was like up and coming. So I, all of that to say that I guess that my last advice would be to remember that there's a world inside of you and outside of your phone. And you need to investigate that and spend time with that because it's so much more beautiful when you get to share the real you and in your gifts with the world when you have already learned who you are. Wow. Thank you so much for all of that. And I think I agree with you a lot on a lot of things you said. I think definitely I wish I actually had not had that much access technology to technology when I was growing up because it's definitely shaped a lot of who I am and also stripped me a lot of my individuality because mm-hmm. I think um, technology kind of sorts of sort of just curates an image for yourself and I think for me I followed a lot of what the algorithm shows and based off what that system operates it's just pretty abnormal on how the content is created through that and I think Mm -hmm. part of me like I said I was generated content that was not necessarily appropriate and right for me at the time to be growing up under and a part of me just wished uh, wishes I could just go back in time and told myself like to explore the world that was out for there because basically a lot of my childhood was just given under what I was seeing on my musically feed or my Instagram feed and so much I think and I'm not alone I know a lot of all my friends, we in middle school, we all had Instagram. We were always on it. We were always looking at what people were doing, their stories. And I think I was really, I was using it so much to the point that it was like really unhealthy and obsessive. Mm -hmm. And I think that growing up in generation like that, where everyone is just um, curating their image based on what other people, what they believe other people will like that definitely just limits you from the possibilities of what the person you can be mm-hmm. and who you can be I think for me I think a lot of myself has been shaped by conformity and a lot of mm-hmm. and technology has a big part in that and definitely has like kind of created the version of who I am and today I still fall victim to that um But I think for now, I'm trying to emphasize to myself and understand the importance of like just following what you believe in and not what the algorithm shows or what your phone says or what you think other people are going to say. And just going along with the beginning of this question, like you said, in terms of advice, I guess I wish I could tell myself when I was 
in middle school or even I guess now I still need to hear this that it's so important that you need to love yourself on all on all means it's so important and like you said just living in the moment I think for me I've spent so much of my adolescence and youth just thinking about the future like oh maybe I'll be happier when I am at this stage oh when I'm in college all my problems will be solved and I've spent just so much of my life trying to work towards the next goal, the next overarching um, task that I have. I've spent so many nights just ruminating over what the, what my life would be like in four years. Um, but I never stopped to think that sometimes I look at my camera roll and I think, oh, I wish during this point I spent more time just focusing on just hanging out with my friends before they left or when I was on vacation. So I think it's just really important as a fellow teen and to all whoever's listening on this just in general, I think it's really important to just live in the moment. And of course, there's nothing wrong with thinking about the future. I think it's completely healthy. It's just important to also focus on the moment and who you are and not about who you, who you will be in 10 years or four years. That's so beautiful, Chloe. Thank you for that. And as you were speaking, you actually triggered this one, the one negative thing that I will say about this generation. <laughs> the one negative thing. And it's not even the generation's fault. The one thing I will say about the, the teenagers at the moment is that unfortunately, the systems that we're under are almost forcing you guys to grow up faster than you should. And I feel like, of course, that happens with all generations are really thinking about it but seeing it now and just being 26 and and looking at the teenagers now I think that so many children are now being pushed to be things like activists to be things like advocates to be things like even business owners like I think grind culture is cool and all is amazing to have money and to exist comfortably in this world but to be a child and to be a business owner, I feel like I don't even want to get into specifically to business, but just in general, I feel like there's so many things that are forcing this generation also to grow up very, very fast and are forcing them to do so many quote, quote, like quote unquote, like adult things that, again, you shouldn't be focusing on at the moment. But because of the way that the world is set up at the moment, all of these things are are they're selling this world to the teenagers and creating a world where teenagers have to fit things that they shouldn't have to fit and advocate for things that they never, you know, they never broke. Um, But I guess that's the only negative thing I'll say. I think that right now there's so much pressure on this generation. Like even seeing all the teenagers at girls, like seeing all the mentees at girls right now and hearing like you guys are a part of girls right now and then you have your class and then you have this extracurricular and then you also have this other extracurricular and then during the weekend you have this program that you go to and you have this piano like I've just been I hear all of these phenomenal things that the mentees do to create a better future for themselves I just for me it's unfortunate that all of that work and all of that energy has to happen to show the adults your value that one, it, it hurts me a little bit because, again, the world that we're in right now is taking your time, is taking your presence, is taking your energy, and it's not your fault. It's just 
that's that's just the system that we exist in and it's that and that's why I said it's a negative that's not your fault it's just it's unfortunate that that's the way that the world is set up right now where that all your energy and your time is being taken away in order for you to show someone else your value yeah I I totally get what you're saying and I'm just like you described it that is definitely like my life right now as a teenager I mean being a junior in high school there's a lot you're you're expected to do and it's also in a way so normalized I see it and everyone in my high school, and especially my high school, is very competitive in terms of college and just all maximizing the resources that you're given. And I myself, I find myself very burnt out from doing so many things. I, after school, I, like you said, I have extracurricular number one, I come home, maybe have like 10 minutes to myself before I then have to do my homework. And it just keeps going on and going on. And I've, that's what my high school career has been like for since my freshman year and I do wish that a part of me just had the time to take out of the day to just focus on myself and really think about the person I want to be what I want to do and explore whatever I want want just basically whatever I want without having to think about the expectations behind what I'm supposed to want and I think that's something that's definitely limited in our generation and I totally agree with you on all of that. Yeah. And other generations, I know like other, like people who tune into this or just if, you know, we ever have those conversations with other adults and other generations, they, and I've heard this before that they look at the Gen Z, like, oh, they're lazy. They don't want, like, they just don't want to work. Like this has always been like this. Why are they complaining? We had to do it. So they have to do it. And that's another heartbreaking thought because if you're already an adult and you know what you went through and you know the strain that it caused, you know the burdens and the heartaches, why would you want that for other children? Why would you just say, oh, but we we dealt with it. Oh, but that's just how it is. Why not try to change it so that they don't have to deal with it too? Which is what I mean. I, I This conversation is so important to me because I think about teenagehood a lot, a lot, because it was the moment, like t- being a teenager, those years are the years that really, it changes you completely. And I see adults, adults older than me, because I know I'm an adult. I see adults older than me. Um, And how, oh my goodness, I don't want to say it in a mean way, but just how empty they are. And it's just because of the way that the system raised them. And so that's why I, I just, I think about this so much. I wish that, with like just what am I trying to say I just wish we wouldn't have normalized all of this and that somebody would have and I think that that's what's happening now which is why I'm so grateful for this generation is that they're like we're finally waking up and saying hold up this is not normal (laughs) like this is not okay for us to be under this much stress and to be 14 15 16 17 like it's not normal it's not okay and something really has to change because we love talking about wellness and we love talking about self-care, but what are we doing to ensure that this is a constant thing, not just journaling in the morning, not just meditating for five minutes, mm-hmm. it's real change that allows us to focus on wellness, not just saying the word because it's in right now, not just saying holistic because that's the word that's being used right now. I just like genuinely yes. making changes 
that will help teenagers now not grow up and now have to have all of these past life, not past life, but all of these, these triggers and these traumas that they now have to deal with and heal with as they're growing up. Because that's, as a 20-something-year-old, that's what I'm dealing with now, spending all this time in my 20s trying to heal all my things from my childhood and my teenage years. Why not change it so that there's not so much to heal from as you grow older? Now I'm telling you this conversation, I can talk about this forever, but I know you have other questions. So I want to give you the space. Yeah, I just want to say that was very well said. And I, I agree with you on like all means with that. I think, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think we should maybe move on to the next question, but I that was very well said. And I really agree with you on that. I just wished a part, you kind of, today, I think with this conversation, you healed a little part of me as a teenager and you definitely, everything you said has really inspired me to really change my focus and in a good way. Um, And I really appreciate all your words. Thank you, Chloe. Um, So I guess our final question will be, um, assuming based on your answers, I do, I can kind of predict your response to this, but do you think writing has been helpful to you in your wellness journey? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I, and this is personal to me, I know that it can cause some controversies, but it is my experience, so I'm going to say it. I feel that through writing poetry and through journaling, as much as I do, I have been able to hear heal mental health issues that... I would have probably struggled with for longer. Not saying that I'm 100% healed, not saying that I don't have triggers um, or shadow selves that I have to spend time with and heal. I'm just saying that, for example, as I said, I dealt with a lot of, I dealt with self-harm addiction. I have dealt with a lot of other things that don't need to be named, but just things that have caused trauma and that have left lingering triggers. And I think that because of the way that I approach journaling after like I attended therapy in high school and I started using journaling more and more as a healing tool, I think that I was able to just uncover a wisdom inside of me that allowed me to heal a lot of triggers and a lot of, as I said, traumas that otherwise they would just be named as like, okay, you just have chronic depression or in the, or anxiety or borderline personality disorder, which I am um, diagnosed with. I'm, di- I'm diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And I remember reading a couple books on it and being like, oh, wow, like I healed that. Like I don't have that trigger anymore. Like reading like something else and, and saying like, wow, like that's something that I was dealing with and I no longer deal with that. Like, so if, for me, I started realizing like, wow, the way that I've been approaching writing, journaling, has helped me work through things that otherwise would have been a part of this like huge diagnosis that would have otherwise burdened me and possibly made like made it harder for me to heal from again not saying that I'm fully healed but just to say that it has been such a beautiful tool journaling but just writing in general honestly of course I I am a poet as I said and I I dabble in little short story writing even though I say I don't like fiction Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been so healing to see myself on the page and to see the word the worlds that I can create with my words 
even if just in a short poem. I think that being a writer is such a gift because it is the most inexpensive art out there. I, I love to brag. That is the biggest flood. <laughs> that to be a writer, it is not, it's the cheapest art that you could ever engage with. It's such a beautiful tool. It's such a beautiful art. It's such a phenomenal way to connect with your spirit and to connect with your story and to be able to just see everything laid out on the pages. Like I said, it really is such a gift. Um, I think it has helped me heal so, so much. That's why I always tell others to journal all the time. Just doesn't matter if you're sad, if you're happy, if you're angry, if you're you're bitter, and it doesn't matter. Bitter and bored, like just journal. Because let's say the morning pages, once you're on page three, you have opened the door to, to a part of you that you never even knew existed. Uh, so that's what I would say. I think j- journaling, writing, writing as a tool for wellness is it's crucial i think it's it's for everyone you don't have to be a writer to to engage with writing as a tool for wellness at all you can write one line and let that be what what grounds you that day even affirmations you could writing an affirmation is already a tool for wellness that's writing and that's you using something to ground you so yeah i'd say then i would love to hear your answer to that question actually yeah um I just want to say you, I love the way you worded it. Um, Like, I think you said, seeing the word, like seeing myself on paper, I totally get that. And I think for me, there's, I don't, I guess my answer to this is definitely yes. Like I said in my introduction, there's so much in me that I've never really confronted or thought about. And writing has been such a great outlet to just let out everything because I think for me, when I'm put in a situation where I have to confess something or share something about myself, there's always going to be a part of me holding back. Even with like my best friend, there's always going to be some part of me that's going to be thinking about what other people think, um, just conformity. There's always going to be someone or something there. So just having paper and just letting it all out. And it's always, I just know it's, I'm going to be the only one who's reading it. And I think that makes just the whole experience so much better so I would say and yes and just adding on I think for me I I still don't know who I am and there's so much more to for me to be and to grow but I think seeing just the art that I make when I'm writing um not even when I'm journaling like I've been writing a couple of personal essays and a couple of short short stories and I think just seeing like oh, that was my writing? Like, I can't believe I wrote that. I think it's such a such a beautiful moment of recognition for yourself to really see, like, this is the person I'm becoming. This is my art. This is my work. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of me kind of, like, I think a lot of part, a lot of myself has been insecure with, like, oh, I might not be the most talented writer, but I think just seeing my own words has really, it's just such a beautiful moment for me. And I really appreciate it as a tool and something besides just writing in school with my essays but something that I can always count on and I know will always be there for me and whether it be on paper but or even on my phone with my notes app like sometimes if if I don't have paper accessible to me I'll just start writing on my notes app notes app furiously if I'm like in a really angry situation it's always going to be there for me so that's why I think it's just such so helpful and I think just 
being a person who's very anxious, just writing whatever's happening to me in the moment and looking back on it and be like, oh, I did not need to be that stressed over such a small thing. I think that's really also helped like as a realization for improving my mental health and moving forward. Like, oh, maybe next time I shouldn't spend this like long of a time thinking about something that's so trivial. I think that's also really helped me in my wellness journey thinking of, oh, it's time to just slow down, take it easy. Think about what is going on in my head. What am I thinking right now? What is bothering me? Putting that on paper and just accepting it, moving on. And that's helped me just become more of a productive person and also just a loving person to learn how to accept myself and whatever is there. I know that's my work. And yeah, so that's my answer for that. Well, thank you so much for that, Chloe. Honestly, it it warms my heart to hear somebody your age say such beautiful things and to just share just share that your awareness of yourself. Like I said, I'm very I really admire this generation's sense of self-awareness and I know that a lot of it is due to the fact that you're being forced to grow up a little faster than you should. But I think a lot of it is, I am, if you have not noticed at this point, I am that spiritual girly. So <laughs> I also think a lot about your soul and your spirit. And I think that this generation was especially sent down here, of wherever we are, down here, up here, wherever here, for a very specific purpose. And that means that a lot of your generation has to be more tapped into that wisdom quicker than others and just I just value the willingness uh for you like your willingness and just the willingness of teenagers at the moment to share their voice and to share themselves that's I I see that a lot that this generation is not afraid to speak up and to just allow themselves to share how they feel and that is one of the coolest things that I have ever seen because even me being Gen Z I was still suffering under that belief that you have to hide everything and that you can't share how you feel and that you can't tell others um tell others your insecurities and share your vulnerabilities with others and so to see in such a short amount of time see that shift already where we're 10 years apart and I'm already I see the beauty in the collective voice of Gen Z around this age at the moment so thank you for using your voice. Thank you for being here. And then also just thank you for for sharing all of that. Yeah, of course. Thank you for all of your kind words and everything that you said today. Um, So I think that kind of marks out the end of our interview. So I just want to say thank you again, Sally, for sharing everything and your time in participating in this conversation. And I think our viewers and myself were really thankful for everything you said because it healed a little bit at least for me it healed a little part of my teenage angst and everything that I've been going through so um thank you to all the listeners for tuning in and make sure to follow girls right now on social media to stay updated and is there anything else you want to say Sally no just thank you thank you for this conversation you healed a little bit of my inner teen as well so thank you Thank you.
I am once again in deep gratitude to Chloe Lee for leading such a heartwarming conversation on teenagehood and healing. Thank you all again for joining us for another episode of Writing Away to Wellness and the last episode of 2023. This is a podcast that is published bi-weekly on Thursdays, so please continue to follow along as we foster spaces where emotions are seen with an open heart and words received with reverence. Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing to the Girls Right Now substack at girlsrightnowmedia.org and catch us wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is a production of Girls Right Now. It was recorded by Chloe Lee, edited by Sally Familia, and produced with the support of Catherine Dustin and Vani Kura. Thank you always for your time and energy. And once again, remember that you carry all versions of yourself within you.